0: Well, it's good to have him. Kind of a clear sell on November the 8th and uh, getting uh, another term representing the second congressional. You know him well. His name is Andrew Garbarino. Nice enough uh, to join us here. Very busy morning for him. Taking the time out, sir. How are you? Welcome and congratulations from November the 8th, if I haven't told you that already.
1: Uh, good morning, my friend. Yes, uh, Thank you very much. It's, uh feels like it's been a lifetime between now and November 8th. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I'm telling you, unbelievable, uh, and, and that would include a, kind of a kick save by you and your colleague and Nick Lelotta. Uh Forget about an adjournment till Monday. Get it done. Uh, get the business at, at hand late Friday, Saturday, and get a speaker in the post. That was kind of the mindset of you two, huh? Yeah, we, you know uh,
1: when they we had adjourned for eight hours, we adjourned for five hours, we adjourned for uh, twelve hours. You know, to try to get this done, and then um, they made a motion to adjourn till the end of the uh, till Monday. And it was like, wait, wait, wait. If we go home for the weekend, uh, if we go home for the weekend, our constituents are going to be livid. They're going to say, what are you doing home? You guys don't even have a speaker yet. You can't do any constituent service. You know, government's not up and running. You know, get back to work. So uh, that's when we went over and. And spoke to the floor staff and told them we're voting no. Like we're not, we're not going home. Um, you know, the load up. I give him a lot of credit. You know, it's a, it's, it's a, you know, tough thing. To do I learned it as a freshman to, you know, to to, to go against leadership and 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 uh, and vote, uh, you know, the vote the way you believe is right. And he did it. He stuck with me, and uh, and it ended up uh, delaying the vote long enough for the uh, for the last couple holdouts to realize that okay, I guess we're not going home, and uh, they they changed their mind
0: a 15th ballot signals McCarthy uh, in the seat, some concessions uh, in play. Did did you ever think, as contentious as it would be, Congressman, as far as Kevin McCarthy was concerned, this was a guy, you know, who was uh, lauded, uh, you know, for his work, 2020, got a lot of things done, got a lot of people in their seats, fundraised, you know, at a pretty, uh, pretty good total Regarding dollars and cents, were you kind of surprised at the vitriol coming McCarthy's way here?
1: Well, you know, there were uh, 20, I think, people at one point who were voting against him, and uh, 202 that were with him. So the the vast majority of the conference was with Kevin, Uh, and and, and they were with him all along. The the twenty that uh, voted against them, and then and then either voted for him or voted present, they had all different reasons that they wanted to, um, you know, that that they wanted uh, that they voted against Kevin for. Some of it was personal, uh, and some of it was policy. So um, you know, the the people that uh, voted on policy, or that were voting on policy, you know, they they uh, conference came to an agreement uh, with them to address their policy issues. So they all voted in support of Kevin, after the fact, and then the, the, the last couple who uh, seems like had personal issues uh, at the end realized this couldn't keep going, and they weren't going to win, so they just voted present so we could get the uh, we could get the speaker in.
0: Certainly, to me, it seemed personal to a guy like Matt Gates. You know, I mean, this was a very tough time. You know, you want somebody in that seat, you want to get these. Uh, uh, ceremonial situations underway to get the newbies on board. Uh, you want to be able to get the uh, work of the people done. You have an agenda, I am sure, up to the ceiling. So uh, <laughs> at least you know it's it's all said and done, and Kevin McCarthy uh, gets to lead. Now, I would think uh, Congressman Garbarino, one of the first practices in play here for this new Congress. Is a pink slip for Alejandro Moyorcas? My goodness! If ever a guy should leave, it's he. The lies and everything else. What's going on at the border? I would imagine that could be the first business at hand here for all. No.
1: Well, yeah, it's not just going to start with uh, impeachment proceedings. You have to have, if you're going to do an impeachment, you have to do it. You know, unlike what the Democrats did last time, you have to do it properly. Uh, you know, you have to have a hearing. You have to get. You have to have the improper information. Uh, and build the case. So, uh, so the, uh, there hasn't been in previous proceedings yet. But yesterday, we did vote on creating a subcommittee, um, uh, two subcommittees actually. One on uh, on China, uh, which 100 and over 140 Democrats uh, voted with Republicans on creating this uh, select subcommittee. And another one was it's going to be under the Judiciary Committee. Uh, it's, a, uh, it's a it's a it's a subcommittee on the uh, weaponization of, of the federal government. Which allows, which gives the peanut powers, and uh, allows the the chair to go in and and really do uh, heavy investigation and oversight of of the um, of the administration. And I think, uh, and from what we've been told, uh, Homeland Security specifically, what's going on at the border uh, and and the secretary there, uh, they will be uh, looking into uh, everything that he he has done and said uh so yeah that, that oversight of that uh, of that department specifically the secretary and what he has uh said and, and lied about at the border is definitely a, a top priority
0: uh especially with all that's going on the president of course in mexico city uh meeting with officials there um i'm I'm not really liking uh his new policies in play here you know you give him credit for at least getting down to El Paso a little bit longer than the Czar uh, in Kamala Harris, but in essence, I can't figure this one out. And uh, you know, with the thirty thousand being allowed on a monthly basis, uh, you kind of wonder what's going on, uh, Congressman Garbarino. Certainly, uh, this is uh, to me at the top of the charts as regarding what's happening at this border right now. What's what's your take on this? Uh, well, it's uh,
1: it, it, it's still. A disaster down there. We have, uh, but we've taken the House. We now have a Republican chairman uh, in Homeland Security, uh, uh, Mark Green, Dr. Mark Green from uh, Tennessee. He's the new chairman of that committee. And his first hearing is going to be, and he's going to bring the Democrats down there because they've been refusing to go. It wasn't just, it wasn't just Biden and Harris. Uh, it's members of Congress um, who have refused to go down there. So his first, uh, his first act is having a hearing on the border at the border. Uh, which is going to be, which is going to be good. We're going to have people from uh, from Border Patrol. We're going to have uh, business leaders come and testify at this hearing and and talk about what these uh, what Washington's uh, been ignoring under Democratic control and what needs to change. Uh, so yeah, I think Biden's trying to, uh, you know, he he finally made it the president, and uh, you know, yeah, his his policies aren't our policies, and uh, we're going to turn up the heat and make sure that. Uh, one, the border secured. Two, uh, we go after the people who are sending uh, all this fentanyl over here, uh, the cartels. It, it, you know, we have people dying, hundreds of people dying every day due to uh, a car, uh, fentanyl overdose and, and nothing is being done. And, uh, it, and, and it's obvious that the cartels are, are, are sending tons and tons of people to certain parts of the border. To overwhelm the agents there, and then they slip the fentanyl in uh, at other parts of the border because it's not protected because everybody's uh, going after the people. So we have to address this issue. We we have to help uh, Border Patrol uh, get more people, get more resources, uh, and we have to secure this border and stop this fentanyl crisis. And and right now, um, you know, it's, it's good the president finally made it down there, but we got to get everybody else down there so they can see firsthand uh, how bad things are.
0: And stop, I would think, these uh, these federal marshals uh, from the airplanes to that border, Congressman Garbarino, uh, you know, you have, I understand, you know, you have 29,000 agents, but we need those agents up in the air, uh, especially. I mean, I'm a little concerned with these flights being grounded till 9 this morning. That's a whole other thing be regarding an outage of some sort, nothing to do with the marshals. But I'm, I'm concerned with these air marshals, you know. I mean, to take them from their posts and to shift them down to the border, that's a problem. Yeah. Look, with it,
1: you're you're. They haven't done hiring. They, they don't uh, for border patrol. They haven't done. Uh, they haven't done uh, any new uh, real training. Uh, these guys need uh, need some extra training. There's no incentive for for people to go uh, uh, apply to be a border patrol. So what they do is they're short shorthand and they they're taking people. Not just air marshals. They've taken people from the fort. You know we have we have a a, a, a delay in. Um, in unloading cargo ships, because a lot of the uh, 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 the people from uh, from the ports have been sent down to the port of entries at the uh, at the southern border, and, that, and, and the port of entries, I mean, are the are the uh, land crossings, but uh, they're down there to help with processing as well. So, it, it, it you, you can't take from one area uh, that's important to us and and send it down to the border because then we're, you know we're hurting ourselves in other places. We just need to get more Border Patrol agents hired. We need to uh, we need to uh, uh, quicken that um, that hiring process, uh, or you know we're just going to keep seeing these guys be overwhelmed at the southern border and uh, and it all. And um, uh, illegal immigration are going to keep on happening right ac- uh, right across. And, and it's so crazy now. You can just see it on uh, uh, on live TV in the middle of the day. They just they just they're, people are just coming right across.
0: No question. Andrew Garberino with us, the congressman, for a couple of minutes. Uh, how serious is it being taken, congressman, regarding these uh, 10 or so documents found in Joe uh, Biden's uh, uh, offices, you know, after he left the vice presidents and everything else? You know, you had a couple of years window there and all of a sudden, here we go, uh, comparing it to Trump, Mar-a-Lago and everything else. What's the serious nature of it all within the confines there?
1: You know, the Oversight Committee, I was talking to the the incoming chairman, Jamie Comer, about this last night. Uh, They're looking into it. Uh, They do have oversight in this area. Um, You know, the question is, is, you know, when you're president, you can declassify uh, documents and have them. um, But when you're incoming, you can't. Uh, So it's there's really, other than what we know from from the reporting, uh, uh, Congress is not – able to look into it yet because the committees are not populated but the chairman this is under their purview and uh if, if it's warranted they will dig deeper uh, into the issue
0: All right we'll uh, take a wait and see there and a final thing before we have to let you go and that is that of george santos if memory serves me correct i believe you sit on that uh, ethics uh, committee congressman so uh, in essence you know i said it's going to come down to these financial disclosures, yes, the embellishment of the resume and where you worked and, and uh, you know, all kinds of other practices involved in regarding that just weren't true. But when it comes to financials, to me, uh, that's uh, that's the end of the road. Uh, how dire is it right now do you think uh, for your new colleague there and what awaits him regarding some of this stuff?
1: Well, I mean, it's just with, with, with his situation um, as you said yes the financial disclosures and the and the campaign reports are are, are probably where if, if there's um, something in them that's not true is where you can uh, where uh, he'll be um, they'll look at it. and, and it's not just uh, the health ethics Committee that can look at it and now that he's a member of the health ethics Committee can um, uh, can investigate if there's a complaint um, uh, we're waiting for the new speaker to, to appoint a chairperson for the ethics committee. So that can move forward. But, uh, you know, there's other, you know, the Southern district of New York, um, the FEC, there are different uh, federal enforcement agencies that are, uh, I believe have had complaints filed or, or possibly looking into this. So it's, it's, uh, it, it's pretty much just the way, like you said, you know, the resume thing, it, it's, it's not a crime, but, uh, the other stuff, uh, there's going to be, have to be a deeper dive, I believe, and see exactly you know what was truthful in the statements and and, and what was not. But, but again, it. like you said, I'm on the ethics investigation subcommittee, so I can't uh, I can't get into into too much detail of and face anything publicly.
0: And a final final note, you know, you sound like a seasoned veteran already. I mean, here you are, <laughs> leading two terms, a nice victory, November the eighth. You know, you're kind of the uh, the guy that people will look to. You know, the Anthony Despositos and uh, Fasantos, for, for that matter. Uh, Nick Lolota, in general. How does it, how's it feel to be kind of a, a veteran on the block there?
1: It's, you know, <laughs> I feel like I've aged. Just in the last week, I feel like I've aged 10 years. But uh, uh, I'll tell you, though, having Anthony down there, having, uh, having uh, Nick, uh, just having Republicans um, you know, from around, from the Hudson Valley, you know, my uh, like-minded Republicans, uh, it's great. And it can, it can, sh- and as you saw what happened, you know, five, five Republicans can, can stop uh, a bill in, 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 in the house right now. And that gives us from New York, you know, where there's 11 of us and especially the Long Islanders and the, and the Hudson Valley guys, you know, that gives us power and if we stick together, you know, there's nothing that can be said. What we can do with, with SALT, nine eleven. 11 I mean, if we stick together, and, and I think we will because we're all very like-minded people and principled people, that, you know, we can do a lot um, for our district. our district. And, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's it's great to have guys like that down there. I'm so happy. And, you know, they all call me. there like, oh, what are we doing? You know, Loda calls me. What are we doing, big brother? <laughs> and I'm like, give me a break, Nick. Uh, but it's, it's good. I, I love having them down here. And uh, like I said, they're both very principled guys. They're great guys. And uh, I think we're going to be do a, going to be able to do a lot of good uh, for Long Island and New York over the next two years.
0: Garbarino, it is an absolute pleasure to have you. And we hope to have more conversations with you throughout the year. How's that? Absolutely, 100%. I'll be back soon. <laughs> you got it. Andrew Garbarino, ladies and gentlemen, fighting for your rights and uh, hopefully getting accomplishments uh, in play here something you haven't seen in a while uh, but with the new congress we can only hope sir great having you we'll talk soon thank you appreciate it all